are back with the Afterwatch. We're talking about My Hero Academia. It is the off season, and I'm Tim. And I'm Joelle. That's right. We're back to talk about the questions you guys have been sending our way. Thank you so much for those questions. Really appreciate those. We'll get right to them. Of course, before we do that, we always got to say subscribe if you haven't done already. Leave us a review over there on Apple, Audible, Spotify. We really appreciate all the kind words. Um, yeah, well, how our, many reviews are we getting to? Um, uh, it's over 260 Apple. now, so Ooh. we're getting close. But hey, it's we're getting half, past the halfway. Hey. But we're getting lots of questions. So hey. keep those coming. Of course, yeah. you send those to fictionalquestions at gmail.com. And you can check out our other shows over on fictionalcharacters.net. Okay, first question is from Brad. If you could change anything that has happened in the My Hero Academia universe, what would be the first thing you would change? First thing. Would it be like Deku, walk over there, talk to Uraraka? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You guys always go for this. I mean, it is a, I mean, the thing is, though, it is, uh, it's not a, rom-com or anything so and i know i, I have know. to i have to throw that in so yeah, i yeah, would be yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah why don't you yeah. add a little bit of that element even though it's a shonen but i don't it's know it's a shonen I... so i guess you gotta go with that genre but it's just nice if you can you know a little sprinkle little bits there little, little i mean they this, do they mm-hmm. do but then they stop and then i'm like oh, yeah you're like where's happened? the payoff it's like i want more <laughs> yeah exactly well hopefully we get that One thing, though, I I just have to say, there's so many characters in this series that it's crazy how much this guy is, like, juggling. Just Uh, figuring out, like, all the stories, like, not dropping. Could you imagine, like, all these... It's not just the school, it's the pro heroes, the villains, all these other schools. Yeah, and then it's like... But then it's like, yeah, once you start adding all these characters, then it's like, do you add the background story? How far do you really go? Do you, you know, that's the thing. It's like, sometimes it'd be nice to get a lot more of that. But then again, it's like, then I feel like, well, then who would, what's, who's the story about at this point? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. I think we've talked about many times ideas for spinoffs, different things. Oh, oh, we'd love to hear more about this guy or this person. Oh, for sure. Anyway, so. First off, I just have to say huge respect for what is going on actually in the series. But I think my first thing that I would change is I would want more Stain. I feel like Stain early on had that big, made that big splash and then has just been tucked away. I agree. No, no, for sure. Because actually he was a good villain to me. Kind of like, I don't know if anybody here plays Final Fantasy, but if Emmett Selk, if anybody knows that name is. But either way. When you write a good villain and you can kind of sympathize and understand, you know, where they're coming from, I think it kind of helps. It's it's more that gray area where it's like, can do you really consider them like super villain villain when you could see kind of where they're coming from? Right. And I feel like with Stain, I think that you're right. I think that's great. Could you imagine if Shigaraki was doing his thing with All for One, but also Stain was over there like causing havoc for them and trying to do his own thing? I think that'd be great. It'd be like it's like like the the wild card of like, you're not sure. Exactly. Because what would Toga do? Would she like go over to his side? But Toga's just insane. So we don't know. (laughs) We don't know. But she's awesome. She's a she's crazy awesome. Yeah, he'd but be the wild card. He'd be going he in would be after not. heroes, but also the villains. Oh, villains, right? Because he just does not like how it's all been portrayed and how it's all been, and yeah. what and it is more about like you know what is your deepest 
are they actually true to being what a hero should be versus right are you there for the fame the riches or the glory whatever you know type of thing and I think, yeah, he, he touched on a couple or of things. Or just like, being a crazy villain and not even having, you know. <laughs> yeah, just his whole idea of All Might being a true hero and even mm-hmm. seeing something in Deku when they met that one time. Right, just the brief moment yeah, when they were Yeah, could you imagine fighting. getting yeah. more of that? Like maybe I think that would Deku be coming more... In- I, I don't know some some more interactions with- or getting and getting more of his background too a little bit of like you know how did he get to that point oh, of I can tell you feeling that, stuff. that way <laughs> uh, but I mean it maybe portray more in the anime I mean I guess for us that are not yeah it's not reading, it's, well yeah. no it's not even is in it part the, it's oh it's part of vigilantes stuff. okay well either yeah. way just you know put a little spin off then like a little right. side season whatever mm-hmm. but because especially if they're gonna reintroduce them it'd be nice if they did. Something like that, yeah. or incorporate well, hope, it a hopefully little more. they do, yeah. Because yeah, I I totally agree with you. I feel like he was one of the villains in the series so far that I felt like you somewhat sympathize with, and you feel where he's kind of coming from. Because Shigaraki, yeah. I mean, yeah, we saw how he went nuts and whatever from being a kid, but then it's like, okay, now some of the things to me, it's like, okay, well, you're just crazy. So yeah, <laughs> he just has that itch. Yeah, and you just want to cause chaos and whatever mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and that's just that because, and it's not because you're feeling like there's like no humanity left in you. You're just like whatever. I'm just gonna destroy everything. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> or you're whatever one easy, for all for one's pawn. But I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think that's it, that's basically the point. He's so pliable yeah. that you just he's just a destructive force that all for one can use. Yeah, and then and that to me is just like, well, then you're just a pawn, and that's why we should be looking at more again for all for one again versus like Stain and what his convictions were and the reasons why he acted the way he did. At least you kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just like, okay, you just took this kid under your wing and brainwashed him, and now he's just doing your bidding. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could that could have happened to anyone. It just. Sure. He just, uh, it just happened to work happened out that it was on. Nana's grandson. Oh, I know that on top of it too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of which, I was thinking also maybe just even more FaceTime between Deku and any of the villains. There's only been a couple times, maybe the training camp arc where they, yeah. where they fought the villains. Well, um, I think overall, he, he would they need... didn't even fight the league. I mean, True. they were kind of there twice in Toga, but they didn't even fight them. And since I, then, we were haven't really they haven't really crossed paths. No, it's well because now it's more of like how did Shigaraki get even stronger now? And oh, but I kn- that piece. but wouldn't it be kind of cool to make them more familiar? Like, uh, you know how Batman's always running across Catwoman or Joker oh, or different true. things like that. So they have this somewhat stronger, of a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like started. I mean, and well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe other. maybe they just need to do a little more or are, what are they going to introduce now new villains again? Because I feel like, yeah, it's kind of like they kind of were building up Shigaraki at this point. Mm-hmm. So now are they going to have more skirmishes or whatever well, against each other? I mean, no. the <laughs> anime, the end of season five really set up a whole war type thing going well, on. Well, true, but yeah, is Shigaraki and Deku gonna get to go against each other? That I don't know. And that's, that's why I'm just saying. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, maybe all of this up to now has just been building up Shigaraki to be like, okay, now he's this strong. So right. now, let's see, are they gonna now butt heads after this piece? Now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, up to this point, there hasn't been but um, really as much, but maybe now that they've kind of got more of his background, more of who he is, and I don't know. Yeah, and then it's like, are you trying to make him sympathetic? 
Yeah, but I don't know about but that. But I don't know. I don't know how far you can go with that. Right. <laughs> the only other thing that I thought of was I'd love to see more All Might in strong form. Like somehow I know that it was all that big uh, moment of now it's your turn. I get all that. But I just, feel like you can't anymore after what they did. I know. But it's just <laughs> if there is some way, if there is some way, because now even All Might feels like he's not part of the deal. Oh, I agree, but I just feel like at this point, yep, can't. Yeah, well, no, this is something you would change. Yeah, oh, right, right, would you go back and change? That's true, yeah. So maybe more All Might doing stuff, having fun. Yeah, which then at one point, it's like, I feel like, yeah, that would have been good, but then... But I understand, like, he's the mentor you had to replace to take his place. You had to give him a little bit of a, whatever, um... Also, introducing him, and then... Yeah, yeah. And then taking him out of the equation really ruined it for the heroes. And, oh, for sure. Uh, and and made gave the villains a chance to do something. So those are the things, but I understand why things are the way they are. I just maybe, yeah, would like more stain. So hopefully he comes back and, and there's something involving. I don't know if it's a redemption or if he can help or whatever it is. Those are some good, I think those are some good ones, though, to change. Like, Stain does come to mind for me. And just any more little sprinkles of little... Of romance? Romance. <laughs> okay. That's just well, me. <laughs> yeah, that's just you. All right. Well, next one, uh, Jasmine writes in, and we've had a Harry Potter question before, but this one is different. It's which Hogwarts houses do you think your favorite Class 1A characters would be in? So are we starting you, with a, are we starting with a, a house like Gryffindor first or are we going to I don't just know we can do go whatever. down the list but I'll, let's I'll, just see who Yeah so Gryffindor <laughs> I'll I'll just read some little snippets of what they would be so the pluckiest most daring students they've demonstrated courage bravery determination oh, I wonder who that sounds like They are Deku. the type of person who like to Stand up for the little guy, challenge authority. Oh, Deku, look at that. Tendency to act first. Tendency to act first and think later. That's wow. totally him. That's totally Deku. <laughs> and I don't know about this like a class clown. I don't know. Okay. Uh he is because he talks to himself and everybody makes fun of him. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. He gets so into it. Okay. Uh Slytherin would be it and I think a lot of people just think of them as the bad guys. They're not always They're not. bad. So they're not. They're, they're assertive. They're yeah, they're ambitious. Yep. Shrewd. Possibly destined for oh, greatness. Look at they're this always box one, <laughs> one step ahead. A dark sense of humor. <laughs> Reputation is important. Takes pride oh. in their appearance. Oh, and well. doesn't let anyone see their soft side. Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. You okay. Know who that is. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Okay. Ravenclaw. Excellent wisdom, wit, skill for learning. They can be eccentric. Um, they analyze everything, overachiever, and is not afraid to be an individual. So, and Hufflepuff, of course, is the most humble, doesn't l- feel the need to shout about their achievements. So they're the type of person who has a strong moral compass, always works hard, and is the most loyal friend. Okay, so we have those. You said Deku already for yeah. Gryffindor. And we know who Slytherin, Mr. Bakugo. Bakugo is totally Slytherin. yes. Okay, Uraraka, where would you place her? She's kind of a little Hufflepuff. I she's, think, she's a little bit of a Hufflepuff, yeah. But is she, she could Gryffindor also enough? She Gryffindor, too. I think she'd brave, be a half she has and a half. courage, determination. Yeah. It's that but, gunhead martial arts stuff coming yeah, through. Yeah, but I still think she'd be a Hufflepuff more than a Gryffindor. 
So maybe a little, really. But a little bit of Gryffindor, though. I, I, I can't see why you can't be part of two. I mean. You can't, but yeah. I know. I'm just saying. But they like to place you in a certain thing. Uh, Ravenclaw. Like, say, more, more towards Hufflepuff. Do you know who I thought of when I thought of Ravenclaw? Is Momo. <laughs> Me too. Overachiever. talking about analytical. Analytic. Logical. Right. Come on, she's, our, she's our tactician. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Strategy. What about yeah. Jiro? Do you think she'd be Ravenclaw? Hmm. Or No. Where would you see her at? Because she's analyzing. She's uh, the scout. She's out there trying to figure things out. Yeah. I, she's very creative. That's They're true. usually creative. Yeah. I mean, I have a list of Hufflepuffs. It's like Sue is probably a Hufflepuff. I mean. Yeah. Todoroki, uh, uh, I thought he's kind of a Hufflepuff. What do you think? No? He's not really open-minded, per se, though. Oh, so what would he be? Uh, Gryffindor? Or is he on his own? Would he be a Slytherin, too? Yeah, he's a mixed bag, though. I, I, I guess the hard thing with him is because he's changed a lot. That's right. the hard part. Where is he I'd at I'd say right in the now? beginning, he's Slytherin. Okay. Yeah, because he was very standoffish. Yep, very on, like, I'm going to do my thing, and yeah. So you think um, he's more Gryffindor now? I think he might be shifting a little more towards that. Okay. Um, uh, what about Kirishima? I feel like Kirishima is so dependable and stuff. He's yeah. almost a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's very loyal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's that guy. Mina, what do you think? Hmm. Wouldn't they be Hufflepuff, too? Would, would she be? I don't know who she'd be. Else she'd be. Or would she be? I feel like the eccentric ones are all Ravenclaw. Yeah. Or no, she's not eccentric. She's just fun. She's not. She's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> and she's passionate. So that's why yeah, I yeah, said yeah. it's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Minetta? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, Tokiyami. Is he Gryffindor? Or is he I'd say Slytherin? I'd say he's he... Gryffindor. Really? Mm-hmm. Would there be any other Slytherins in the, in the, because Kaminari is probably a Hufflepuff. Mm, yeah. Who else is very driven? That's the thing, though. I mean, Bakugo is just, I guess, the most outspoken, so it's really hard out of yeah. the rest of the class. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, a lot of them are just because they're support, they're more Hufflepuffs. Right. <laughs> There's so many Hufflepuffs in that class. There is. <laughs> But maybe that's by design for the main people to stand up because what we're I talking about. I mean, I'm a Hufflepuff, was, so hey. It was, yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of that too. So it's, um, but you saw how certain people immediately stood out in your top tier the Momo, Bakugo, Deku. Right, when you're reading right. it, oh, you, can you know, it just see. pops out at or you. Or Raka. But yeah, a lot of the other ones are somewhere in the middle. I, I I really think like Todoroki could, yeah, maybe it's that hot and cold thing. Maybe he could be a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I just think it's because he's still evolving and figuring out like what he's really going for. It's hard to really say, but yeah. So you think that not Hufflepuff, but maybe was Slytherin and is coming over to the Gryffindor side. Maybe on the Gryffindor side, yeah. Okay. Because, like, yeah, Saro and all those guys, Coda, those guys are all Hufflepuffs. Yep. Okay. Okay, but I, I think, yeah, it was really easy with the main ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about teachers? I mean, All Might's definitely Gryffindor. For sure. Uh, I mean, a lot of them are, I would say, be Gryffindor. I don't know about um, Aizawa. I feel like he'd be a Slytherin. Uh, that's true. You know what I'm saying? He's almost I don't like know about a, being so bold and assertive, though. Like, I mean, I guess. He well, can. you don't have to have all the things. I just that's true. You know how Snape was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That you know yeah, what I'm talking I about. I can see that's that. Then almost yeah. like just that, that is way like that the way the, he carries the tough yeah. love 
way that yeah, he that is kind of how. No, you're right. That is kind of so how. So that's uh, why maybe that's just a, how a I weird, saw it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all the rest of them, yeah, they're probably a lot of Gryffindors. To be a hero, you kind of have to be that courageous, brave person who's just going out there. So before we go, we'll go through super moves for Bakugo, and he's got a Ooh. lot of them actually. So, I mean, he is one of the main characters, so he is he one does. of the main. <laughs> I would say the main three, actually, from the yeah, class. Right. So there's some in here that I won't read because they would spoil, of course, things. But I'll read the ones we can. So explosive speed. Uh, he can throw his hands back and use explosions to propel himself. He uses this on both the ground to increase his speed and through the air to achieve a pseudo form of flight. We've seen that many oh, times. Oh, he moves per vest with that. that. <laughs> I mean, he did that back obstacle race. Oh, right. Season two. He's been oh, doing yeah, that Oh, yeah, he, like, while. bypassed all the ice, bypassed, like, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He bypassed all the obstacles with that. Yeah, yeah, he's done that for a while. It's a good move. It's a good, mm -hmm. solid beginning move for him. Yep. Uh, stun grenade is another one we've seen for a while. Creates a sphere of light between his hands that explode into a large-scale right. flash. It's like a stun grenade, basically. The flash of light blinds anyone close by. He actually used it early on to defeat Tokuyami. Ooh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And so then there was a Point Blake stun grenade, which was a variation he used during the joint training battle. And that's when uh, that's when he used that on the, the lizard girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I think we great... all remember that. We yeah, all yeah. knew where he, we were like, he better win in like, you know, two minutes, which he did. So, yeah, it was like crazy. <laughs> It was crazy. No, yeah. It was, the, it it was, was one good. of the best ones. Howitzer Impact, and this is the strongest move, I guess, in his arsenal, which involves him taking to the air and then using explosions to propel himself in a circular motion to create a tornado. The tornado builds up oxygen to fuel the incoming explosion. And then after colliding with the target, he releases the powerful aforementioned explosion. Mm -hmm. Wow. President might compare the effectiveness to that of an actual missile. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. He's also shown that he can release the fueled explosion in midair without having to actually make contact with the target. And then <laughs> AP shot, we saw that. That was one of those mm -hmm. ultimate moves that he got. He stretches out one of his hands and uses the other hand to form a circle on the palm of his outstretched hand. So then he fires an explosion through the circle, which creates a concentrated blast beam by yeah. focusing the path of the explosion on a single point, he creates a concentrated blast with reduced area of impact, enough power, though, to successfully pierce solid concrete. And yeah, we saw that. That Yeah, that's insane. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. He's got some pretty good moves. And then Explodapult. This is another one that he used in the training joint training battle. He grabs an opponent with one of his arms then propels himself in a spinning motion by firing explosions with his free arm. Once he gains enough momentum, he forcefully throws his opponent with the aid of another explosion. So he's just like throwing them around, basically. And then there is what? Landmine blast. He used his uh, bracer on the ground and lets go of a massive explosion onto the ground, blowing back any obstacles surrounding him. Oh. Okay. One more. I guess, does, it, does this count... When he used one for all in the movie, I mean, we know what one for all was, but he went yeah. full cow 100%. He did, because he was all broken at the end, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it increased the power increase caused orange energy to trail out of his eyes and his pupils and irises to distort. His hair also became spikier. 
and his entire body glowed a yellowish hue with orange electricity crackling around it. When fused with explosion, uh, his original quirk became so powerful that standard blasts from it could create enormous craters. The temperature oh. of the explosions also increased to the point where it could melt through solid rock. And we saw that. Yep. And then I guess as part of that, he also Detroit smashed there with, with Deku. Right. <laughs> against right. nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, as far as his equipment, he has these Grenadier Bracers, an adjustment added to Kotsky's hero costume, which stores his nitroglycerin-like sweat. Once filled, he pulls the grenade pin in order to release a large blast as shown when he fought... Oh, yeah, when he fought Deku in that first hero versus villain test. It has enough explosive power to destroy parts of a building within his blast radius. All right. (laughs) Nice. That's amazing. And then, let's see, he also has several containers around his hero costume, around the belt, which that look like hand grenades, these store more of his sweat and can be used as regular grenades. I think he's actually handed them to people. Didn't he hand one to He used them during the um yeah, during the fights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's no he's very good at also figuring out what's good support items for himself. For for himself, yeah. Yeah. But just think if he had Hatsume working with him, I know he likes to do things alone. We just cover that. Oh, but for sure, maybe but... if he let other people help him, what what could happen? Oh my god! I know, or at but least then, you know, maybe they try to collaborate a little. Besides him, just but then we it, we've, but, yeah. we've seen Endeavor. We know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Anyway, uh, uh, then knee pads, very blunt metallic attachments to his knees, and they're designed so he can kill with his knees. But he's not oh. used. He's not displayed that yet. I guess so. When he's blasting around, he could land and just smash against something or someone. <laughs> I could totally see him saying that too. Uh, <laughs> he should. He would. He would. All right. Well, so that's Bakugo. I don't have to say anything. Everyone knows no. how I feel. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll be back next time with more of your questions. Of course, keep sending those our way. But in the meantime, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. And I've been Joelle. All right, take care, guys. Bye. at all.